Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, July 30th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. On Wednesday, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, Amazon's Jeff Bezos, Apple's Tim Cook, and Alphabet's Sundar Pichai testified for six hours before the U.S. House Antitrust Subcommittee. Bezos was questioned on Amazon's use of third-party seller data and the harms of counterfeit goods on buyers and sellers. Tim Cook took questions on its App Store policies and the position of Apple's own first-party services. Mark Zuckerberg was asked about Facebook's acquisition of Instagram, citing a 2012 email that rationalized the acquisition as neutralizing a competitor and improving Facebook. And Sundar Pichai was asked about Google's privileging results from Google-owned properties, which Pichai said was partially driven by trying to give consumers what they want. Be sure to check out Wednesday's Daily Tech News Show discussion for a deeper dive into the hearing. Reuters reports that, according to sources, the European Commission will launch a full antitrust investigation into Google's proposed $2.1 billion acquisition of Fitbit. Since the acquisition was announced last year, the European Commission has been conducting a preliminary investigation into the acquisition, which is scheduled to end August 4th. Google previously stated it would not use any Fitbit health data to help target ads. If launched, the antitrust investigation would last four months. The messaging app Telegram filed an antitrust complaint against Apple in the European Union, stating that the revenue generated from Apple's 30% commission on in-app purchases greatly exceeds its cost to host and review apps. The complaint also alleges that Apple's App Store policies halt innovation, with Telegram's plans of launching a gaming platform in 2016 scrapped after it was told it violated Apple's policies. Spotify and Rakuten have also recently filed antitrust complaints against Apple in the EU. A new report from Canlis found that Huawei shipped the most smartphones worldwide in Q2, the first time in nine years that neither Samsung or Apple has let the market. Huawei's shipments were still down 5% in the year to 55.8 million devices, but still surpassed Samsung's 53.7 million devices, which fell 30% in the year. Huawei shipped 70% of its devices in mainland China, up 8% in the year, while overseas shipments declined 27%. In its Q2 earnings report, Comcast announced its Peacock streaming service had 10 million signups since its limited launch in April and nationwide launch in mid-July. Overall, Comcast's net income for the quarter fell 4.4% to $2.99 billion on revenue of $23.7 billion. Revenue in its home internet and cable segments was flat at $14.4 billion, but NBC Universal revenue was down 25% to $6.1 billion. Ad revenue on cable networks fell 27% to $679 million, while theme park revenue declined 94% to $87 million. 
U.S. federal judge LaShawn Darcy Hall ordered the state of New York to pay unemployment benefits to four Uber and Lyft drivers who filed for payments in March and April. The New York Department of Labor considers ride-hailing drivers employees, but Uber and Lyft have not provided wage data to calculate benefits. The judge ruled the state still has an obligation to pay benefits promptly using data supplied by the workers if necessary. Judge Hall further ordered the Department of Labor to clear the backlog in 45 days and process new applications within 14 days. Google announces making some features of Google One available for free, such as the phone backup feature for Android and iOS and a free storage manager tool. Google is also rolling out a new iOS app that lets users store photos, videos, contacts, and calendar events with Google. Kodak has obtained a $765 million loan to expand its production of ingredients needed to make generic drugs used to fight COVID-19. A new division called Kodak Pharmaceuticals will take three to four years to reach large-scale production. Kodak filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2012 and shifted its focus from photography to printing and professional services. Kodak began making drug ingredients back in 2016. Microsoft announced that its Microsoft Family Safety app is coming out of beta, with apps now available in the iOS App Store and Google Play Store. Family Safety is part of Microsoft's new consumer-focused Microsoft 365 subscription service and lets parents see screen time usage across Android, iOS, Windows, and Xbox devices, set time limits on apps, and enable web filters on Windows. Samsung opened pre-orders for the Galaxy Z Flip 5G. The phone is similar to the already-released Galaxy Z Flip and adds a Snapdragon 865 Plus processor on top of 5G connectivity. The foldable phone is available in bronze and gray and starts at $1,499.99 and ships August 7th. And finally, TikTok announced last week that it would establish a creator fund, initially targeted at U.S. creators with at least $200 million. TikTok updated that announcement to say it expects to grow the fund to over $2 billion globally in the next three years, including $1 billion for U.S. creators. Details about the actual application process and how much individual creators can earn has yet to be announced. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.